0: Whatever happened to rampant STDs, syphilis, gonorrhea, and, and terminal HIV? Everywhere you hook, everywhere you hook, there's, there's a place where somebody will breed you. Everywhere you hook, everywhere there's you a, hook. a cock, a pain to hold on to. Everywhere you hook, everywhere you hook. You take it bear when you ride that bone. Loads of weight at a spot called The Zone. Everywhere you hook, everywhere you trick, bitch. Bow chicka bow, wow, ow, wow, ow. Uncle Jesse. That was a good theme song, huh? That may be the best of the bunch so far. Although I'm upset because when I rewrite the lyrics, sometimes I don't get the same version in karaoke. So there are a bunch of lyrics that I wrote that I wasn't able to use. For instance, in the first verse, when I say, whatever happened to rampant STDs, syphilis, gonorrhea, and terminal HIV, a rashy, itchy rear end, it hurts when I pee. The bathhouse is killing me with tops as mean as you've ever seen. See? Sondheim may be dead, but Reagan Fox is alive and kicking. Oh, I still got it. I'm 50 and I can kick, I can kick. Welcome to season two, episode four of Fox in the City, the next chapter. I am your host, internationally ignored, super power bottom, Reagan Fox, although I haven't had sex in eight years. So when I use the term power bottom, finger quote thing, finger quote thing, I don't mean that I'm having lots of sex at the zone and taking anon loads and such. I mean, like if Forbes magazine came out with a list of the 50 power bottoms, I would make that list. Not because of the sex, not because I have money, because I don't, but I am rich in opinions. I have a point of view. I do have to say this about being a bottom, although, albeit, I guess I should say, a non-practicing bottom. Kind of like one of those Jews who's like, uh, I only observe the high holidays. So here's how this metaphor works. I will bottom for somebody way out of my league. Otherwise I just can't be bothered. I'm am a can't be bothered bottom. I'm a bino. I'm a bottom and name only. <laughs> uh, so, Here's an example of that. So I'm very sensitive to the rights of bottoms and the ways that that bottoms get represented in the media. I was watching television today and I saw this. It was a Charmin commercial. I'm going to listen to it for yourself. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. (laughs) (laughs) We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Excuse me, you judgmental little toddler. Hello, clean bottom. What is that supposed to mean? I found it very judgmental against sloppy bottoms or people who may have IBS or somebody who goes and eats Mexican food at El Coyote and then has like a grinder hookup and was like, I wasn't preparing for this. I would have not eaten fucking jalapenos. Oh God, I stuck it in and now my penis is burning. Do you have an STD or something? No, I just like fucking love jalapenos and spicy food and crushed red pepper. And then the toddler and his father are just like laughing and mocking at the dirty bottom. Hello, cream bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a sinister laugh that father has. <laughs> but we know that this is just, it's all for show. That actor is like... You know, he goes on – he's like one of those people who did the Prop 8 commercials and is like, you know, I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. And then they catch up to the actor, and they're like, oh, no, I don't really believe that. It was just a paying gig, and I did that. So this father is probably – he probably likes the dirtiest bottoms. He's probably like, don't you dare take a shower before we have sex. I don't know, Greg. I mean, I had Thai food before, Mm. and I just – you know, that could could be messy. No, I'm – that could be kind of sexy too. <coughs> Messy can be sexy. Truth be told, if I'm just keeping it real, I do have a little bit of anal itch. It's very annoying. I have to remember to put just like a dollop of Preparation H on my balloon knot every other day. And that should be good. That should be good. Just a dollop, just a dollop. Do a dollop, do, do a dollop, yeah. Yep, with a little dollop on my taco. If you fold it up like a taco, wow, why am I so turned on right now? What I'm trying to say is I feel very attacked by that ad. And maybe I don't have a right to be considering I'm a bino, but whatever. I'd rather be a bino than a tino. Nothing is worse than a top and name only. That's when a guy claims to be a top, and then he only wants to get fucked in the butthole. In the 1990s, when I was coming out of the closet, literally every gay guy was a tino because there was such a schmegma around being a bottom. Oh, that's not the right word. A stigma, a stigma. I apologize for not doing a show. Last week, I took a week off because it was Thanksgiving. I went to Houston for the Thanksgiving holiday. For Thanksgiving dinner, we went to we went to a buffet at a place called the Briar Club. At first, that didn't phase me. Okay, I thought, okay, that makes sense. Cause that's what we used to do growing up. We would go to a buffet and we get a really nice buffets. I mean, buffets in Houston that put the Bellagio buffet in danger of not being the most fabulous buffet in the world. But then the morning of, I started thinking, hold on, we're still in a pandemic. Why are we going to a fucking buffet? So I considered taking a moral stand on this. Like, no, we're not going to a buffet. Come on, common sense, mom. But then I thought, okay, well, I've been triple vaccinated. So fuck it, let's just do it. Let's indulge. I won't lie though. I did feel a little bit like it was the height of the AIDS pandemic, like it was 1986. And I was like, AIDS isn't that big of a deal. Come on, let's go to this bareback orgy. I'm still going to the fucking bathhouses. AIDS isn't gonna stop me. AIDS isn't even real. It's a hoax. Don't you use condoms? Look, doc, I go all natural. That's why my prices are so high. Let me tell you, Houston stands in stark contrast to Los Angeles. These, these Southern cities, these Southern states are like the party pass around bottom. Danger, what danger? Fill me up with your loads. Yes, nutty, breed me, breed me with your COVID. Breed me with your COVID- I I they they don't I they don't even say COVID properly there. They're like, breed me with your COVID fourteen. After these messages will be right back. Hello, I'm Sharon Stone. You may know me from hit movies like Alan Quatermain and The Lost City of Gold, and Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. But did you also know I was a dental assistant? I didn't know until recently, but turns out I am. And so can you. For four payments of $400, You can register at the Guilain Maxwell School of Dentistry, Optometry, and Ophthalmology, a subsidiary of Western Governors University and Walden University. I love scraping shit off people's teeth, and you can too. I just have to get this out. This is just a little brain fart. I had this realization last night when I was walking around drunk in West Hollywood, there's a bar called High Tops. It's a sports bar. Because gay men love sports! Throw them all! I mean, I like sports-themed gay pornography, like where they have dialogue like, um uh, Coke says, I really got something special in me. Now I'm going to put it in you. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> That's an actual line oh. from A Gay Porno. I think it's called Gridiron or something. At any rate, so I realized last night in my drunken stupor that. High Tops, it's named, I'm guessing, after the sneaker, but it's a clever play on words because another way of reading it would be like you're saying hello to a room full of tops, like, hi, tops, or hey, tops, hey, or it could be like, this bar is full of super high tops. They're like on Adderall and cocaine and crystal meth, and it's just a bar full filled with them. Before I get to the news, I do want to give you an update, because remember I told you that my gym that I've been going to for 16 years, that very tragic gym, closed down. So I started going to my new gym this last week, and it's much nicer, okay? I I compare it to, like when I would go to 24 Hour Fitness, my old gym, there would be like Band-Aids on the floor and blood spatter around the sinks. It was disgusting. I was one of the better looking people at my gym, which is not to say that I'm good looking, but that tells you something about like the quality of the people to look at at that gym. So now at this new gym, it's a lot more expensive, it's a lot fancier, and the guys are a lot more attractive. I feel like I'm a teenager, and I grew up in this rural town where at my school there was only like toothless children, and my graduating class would have only had five people so I would get to tell people that I was the valedictorian right but then midway through my senior year my parents end up winning the lottery or something and we move to a glitzy glamorous neighborhood and the kids are all just it's like a really big school and they're all super hot and I walk in and it's just like the record scratches (laughs) and everybody looks at me. I I feel like the new student. I don't know where anything is located. I don't understand the layout. I I don't understand how things work. I don't know who the cool kids are, but they all seem cooler than me. I have so much anxiety the minute I walk into the door. Done with the new student! (sighs) And now it's my job to teach them that being new isn't that bad. I can be fun. I can make drugs. And bad, of course it is. Of course, but on this Saint Arbor's Day week, we must realize that the new sapling grows into the mighty old oak, uh-huh. which we cut down, yeah, to make our new axe handles, which in turn <laughs> we use to chop down our mighty old oak, which in turn which in turn I was reading Yahoo News the other day what are the top five stories that I need to know this right this is now. a freaky dicky <laughs> story from the headlines uh, crazy 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 boy, crazy, yeah. crazy motherfuckers in health news there's a new girl in town okay we have to we have to redo it there's a new variant in town and it's deadly omnicron this is the new variant oh I think it's pronounced omnicron that's a really good name you have to give it that you have to give me that one Orlando it just sounds powerful it sounds to me like you remember Donald Trump and the apprentice that television show where they would break into two teams at the beginning of the season and then they had to come up with some powerful sounding name for their fake company. Well, Mr. Trump, we came up with the name Prestige. Uh, Dr. Trump, we're gonna call our team Capital Edge. <laughs> I just slicked up the name of all of the team names from The Apprentice. Okay, I'm just gonna go through them. VersaCore, because they're versatile and they're a corporation, I don't know. Oh, that's like Grinder. We're all verse on Grindr. We're, we're bottom verse. Another name, protege. Okay, that's a little too on the nose. You're on a show called The Apprentice, and you're like, let's let's be team protege. Mosaic, Apex, Magna, Net Worth was one of the names. Excel, like the spreadsheet. Remember when people used to put that in the 1990s on resumes? I'm proficient in Microsoft Word and Microsoft Excel. Oh, here are the names of the uh, the Martha Stewart Apprentice Team's Matchstick. OK, that's kind of cute. Primarius. <laughs> what? Primarius? We're Team Omnicron, and we're going to kill the competition. And of course, our competition is All Mankind. Oh my gosh. The worst, the worst out of all of the Apprentice Team names. Uh, season 13, it was. Team Power against Team Plan B. Like the abortion drug. (laughs) Team Plan B, what a horrible name. What were the backup names? Uh, We could go with, uh, what about Team Meh? Or or Team Second Place? Uh, Team, or not Blue Ribbon, that's too cocky. Let's go with Pink Ribbon. Team Abortion, no, that's too on the nose. Plan B, what about that? That's my preferred birth control. Plan B, team plan B, I love it. Speaking of Donald Trump, this headline is funny to me. Trump's social media startup receives commitment of a billion dollar, one billion dollars from unidentified quote unquote diverse group of investors. Oh, I bet they are a rainbow coalition of straight white men. And there is there's a plurality, There is uh, there is diverse thought. Among this group of investors, some want the border wall to be three stories high, others want it to be two stories high. Some of the investors describe January 6th as a peaceful protest at the Capitol, yet other investors describe it as a freedom march. Fox News is reporting in entertainment news that Martha Stewart confirms she's dating someone new but won't say who. I'm not gonna tell, she's reported as saying. Dear diary, I'm sorry for all those hateful, racist things I said about you. (laughs) Everything has changed. I'm in love. I've never been so happy. Something you would never understand, you dirty, dirty Jew diary. (laughs) Fox News is also reporting that a plumber working on Joel Osteen's church is shocked by a bathroom discovery. Did he find a big turdy? Oh, yeah, and Mr. Osteen left him a big stinky, or maybe it was his wife, the wife that hit the flight attendant. No, it wasn't a stinky. The guy found $600,000 inside a wall from a 2014 robbery. Chris Christie is in New Jersey saying, Please use all that money and buy my book. Nobody's buying my book. His new book is called Republican Rescue. I love how all these Trump allies are writing books. Like they're fucking Christina Crawford. Please turn this book into a movie called Donnie Dearest and have fucking Faye Dunaway play Donald. Please. Please. Apparently Chris Christie's book sales are really bad. Look Chris Christie, nobody wants to fucking buy your book because you are a bloated sweaty disgusting icky icky poo poo. Nobody cares about your behind the scenes story. This reminds me of when Madonna's brother tried to write a book about her. We need to talk about Madonna. Yeah. Because her bloated sweaty faced brother just wrote a book About her. Her disgusting Jim Belushi reject. Ew, Kirsty <laughs> Alley. Ew. Jordan Sparks. Ew. Ew. Yeah, and guess what? The reviews on your book are out, asshole. You're jealous. <laughs> that comes from a sketch that my friends JC and Beth do, where they played uh Jessica and Hunter, look them up on YouTube, so funny. I love it when they call Madonna's brother a Jim Belushi reject, because that's totally what he looks like. He totally looks like that. And so does Chris Christie. Chris Christie looks like fucking Ursula the Sea Witch out of drag. Chris Christie looks like the type of person who when he goes to eat Mexican food and the server says you want corn or flour tortillas, he's like, is Adderall an option? No, Chris Christie, you can't fucking wrap a steak in Adderall. You monster. In other political news, Senator Ron Johnson claims that Dr. Fauci overhyped the AIDS pandemic in the 1980s. being so dramatic about AIDS. It's not even like that big of a deal. It's not even a thing. Nick Starr has AIDS. And when he lived in Washington, he told me that it's not real. And so just get over it, okay, Dr. Fauci? I'm Senator Ron Johnson, and I approve this message. Stop trying to confuse us, Dr. Anthony Fauci, with your fucking Fauci-ouchie. These ladies are trying to put confusion in my mind, and Satan loves confusion. It killed 750,000 Americans and 36 million people worldwide. And Ron Johnson's like, stop being so dramatic about everything. It's like, look, sometimes granted, occasionally things can get out of hand. I feel like the GOP is the unironic version of Jerry Blank. In other news, in, in, in other Republican related news, Bob Dole has died he was 98 years old so of course they suspect foul play I have a theory I have a few theories actually one theory is that Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry are still alive and they tracked down Bob Dole and they they did it through grinder they used grinder to lure him and it was a sex game gone wrong and that's how that's how we lost this titan this political titan that's one theory my other theory is that Hunter Biden got Bob Dole addicted to crystal meth he was on crystal meth and water skiing and he lost control of the skis and he ended up in a pit of vipers and that's how he unfortunately came to his untimely demise at the age of 98 years old no all kidding aside i remember when bob dole ran for president and obviously we were not politically aligned but i i long for the days of that gop rather than the age of trump GOP on me. I obviously think that they need to perform a full rectal exam on his corpse to just rule out that there was no funny business. Oh, look there in entertainment news is the last news story I'll do. There's a new Broadway because Broadway's back, baby. It's back and it's better than ever. There's a new musical called Tina. Oh, it's about Tina Turner. I thought it was going to be about crystal meth. That's what kids used to call crystal meth back in the day They're like we're doing some Tina that would make a very good Broadway musical though. It could be like performance art where you just have a bunch of like actors and you feed them a lot of crystal meth and you just watch them organize stuff and choke fuck one another. Or it could be like Christina Crawford on crystal meth, Tina, the musical. I should probably go see that musical multiple times because I weighed myself and I weigh 168 pounds again. Crystal meth could make me so skinny. I mean, I could lose five pounds in tooth weight alone. Gotta get rid of these teeth. Okay, I'm not gonna do crystal meth. I give it a lot of thought, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna get back on Noom i gonna rejoin my Noom cult. Oh, it's just a collective cooperative community service operation outreach program project. Well, as long as you're not a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, Hallelujah Reagan. Reagan. Thank you, I feel so loved here. Technically, it's my friends who don't care about me and my family that doesn't love me. I'd like to get down to 155 pounds. Really, I'd like to get down to 150 pounds. Really, I'd like to get down to my birth weight. I wanna be like that Stephen King movie, Thinner. I don't care if I become like a fucking like a mummified version of myself. That's all like bones protruding through the skin. No, 150. That's the sweet spot. That's where I keep the honey. Hold on, let me unzip my pants. Pants and panty. Now I'm spreading my legs so you can see my honey pot. Untouched by human hands for the last eight years. Eat up Winnie the Pooh. If the Noom cult doesn't work for me, maybe I'll join one of the sex-based ones like Nexium. I don't know, maybe the only way that I can really lose weight is if I give up all sexual control over my body. Hey, Pops, I'm Jerry Blank. Who are you? What are you, Deeth? I said I'm Jerry Blank. No, that's too easy. Who? jerry blank nice chat i gotta blow i love it when jerry blank by the way the the cult episode is probably my favorite episode of as candy but i love it when she goes to pull on the door to leave and it's locked so she can't get out and she turns around and she's like i can't leave and then <laughs> and the cult leader says she can't leave as as if she's saying that she can't leave like i can't leave i've I found so much happiness here. (laughs) She can't leave. And she goes, no, no, the door is locked. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna sit at the welcome welcome table, table, sing about it, I'm gonna sit at the welcome table one of these days, Hallelujah. hallelujah. Growing up, I never thought I would be part of the rat race that is just constantly trying to lose weight. But that's what happens when you get middle age and you start taking SSRIs. My eyes don't work properly anymore. Like I need reading glasses. You know what's next? I'm gonna have anal rejuvenation. I wanna I wanna rectum of of a 19-year-old. Let's keep it real. I haven't had sex in such a long time. I I probably already have that. But what's the point? It's like I have this really nice car that I never remove from my garage. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hopefully, when I go to record the next episode, episode five of season two next week, I hopefully I'll be a hundred. If you like what you hear, join our Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and search for Fox in the City, the Foxhole, or the Foxhole colon Fox in the City podcast group, whatever it is. Comment on episodes. I'm not one of those people who like begs for money all of the time. I hate it when people do that on shows. It's a big thing that they do on Facebook Lives. So you just have people begging for money. Give me money. Give me money. There's a whole uh, Strangers with Candy episode about that where she goes into the career van and it's basically like, yeah, I'm a doctor. I'm going to remove your organs and replace them with a baboon. Give me your money. And then next person, I'm a lawyer. I'm going to help you break the law. Give me your money. Give me your money. And that's what so many podcasts and these like Facebook lives devolve into. And it's not content. And I don't do that, so I'm morally superior. All that I ask is that you let me know that you enjoy that, what you're listening to. Okay? And, and if we ever ended up in the same city— that you would mercy, you would pity top me. Okay, that's all I'm asking. It's all I'm asking. Um, also make sure that you go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to shows and subscribe to my show and leave a positive review, please. Everything is algorithm based now. So all of that stuff, it, it helps the algorithm if you pause my show. So pause it up, baby. Come on bitches, I said a half hour. You need a manicure, you need a bra, Nibbles is dirty, she's trashy, she's slutty. There's something really, really gutter-butt about Nibbles. That dress is two sizes too big. I see the top of your bra. You look like a fairy princess that resides over the pits of hell.